Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13. It says, The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride, arrogance, and the way of evil, and perverted speech I hate. In his book, Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis says that according to Christian teachers, the essential vice, the utmost evil, is pride. Unchastity, anger, greed, drunkenness, and all that are mere flea bites in comparison. It was through pride that the devil became the devil. Pride leads to every other vice. It is the complete anti-God state of mind. It is pride which has been the chief cause of misery in every nation and every family since the world began. It's interesting that he mentions nations because in the Old Testament, the sin of pride is most often associated with the nations. They take pride in their might and their power, but they are conquered by the real might and power of Yahweh. And so it's no surprise then that the gay pride movement has adopted a nation-like quality. They're a massive group of people who identify themselves with particular traits. They have an identifiable culture. They have political representatives, media influencers, religious leaders. They even have their own flag, a rainbow flag, no less. You know, the, as an aside, the rainbow was a sign for God. It was, it was not primarily for us. You know, Genesis 9 says that when God looks upon the rainbow, he will remember his covenant. So that's some serious hubris right there. You know, they even have a memorial holiday, except it's not just a day, but it's a whole month, right? And they demand that all celebrate. So that's, that's the epitome of pride. According to Christian tradition, pride is one of the seven deadly sins. In Mark 7, Jesus says that pride is one of the evil things that come from within the heart of man to defile him, along with adultery, sexual immorality, and shamelessness. One of the characteristics of the woke church in recent years is the tendency to deflect away from what the Bible clearly says about the wickedness of homosexuality by emphasizing the sameness of all sin. So when preachers come across inconvenient passages like Romans 1, the tendency is to say, Now, before you judge others, consider your own sin. If you lost your temper this week, you have no right to say anything about anyone else. Now, it is true that all sin does indeed separate us from God. But it is not true that all sins are the same. One of the reasons why homosexuality is a more serious sin is because it's a lifestyle sin. In other words, it is a sin that declares that it is not a sin. And because the church has refused to recognize the differences in sin, we now have pastors in traditionally conservative denominations that stand behind their pulpit and identify as gay Christians. 
And of course, they never identify as slothful, slothful Christians or lazy Christians, envious Christians, or Christians who just have a hard time controlling their temper sometimes. No, it's only in relation to lifestyle sins. And that particular sin is really, it's the sin of pride. It says, this thing that God has said is a sin, I'm saying it is not. It's who I am, I refuse to change, and in fact, I'm proud of it. And while homosexuality may be the most obvious example of this particular sin, especially this month, as most corporations bow the knee to the God of perversion, we ought not to be so presumptive as to think that this arrogance is only associated with homosexuality. The passage I just read in Proverbs 8 says, pride, arrogance, the way of evil, and perverted speech I hate. Now that word perversion is often connected with sexual immorality, but it doesn't just mean that. A perversion is where something good is twisted into something evil. Homosexuality is obvious, right? It's a perversion of God's created order of real marriage, of real sex, of real love. But we can pervert other areas of our life as well. And it's possible to come here on a Sunday morning and confess our daily sins, you know, our moments of laziness, our short tempers, our lusts, and yet still pridefully declare that certain sins in our lives are not sins. My spouse is this way, so I'm justified in not loving her as I should or respecting him as I ought. My parents or siblings treated me a certain way, so I'm not obligated to put their needs before my own. Or my friend said this about me, so I'm perfectly within my right to act the way I am toward them. Well, the Bible tells us how to love one another, but in our pride, we justify our sin. One of the truly amazing things about the sin of homosexuality and really all the related sexual identity perversions is that their chosen lifestyles actually work to create their own judgment. The consequences of these particular sins are dire, and that's why it is not acceptable to publicly discuss all of the trauma, all of the disease, all of the, the death that results from these lifestyles. But it does happen, and it's horrific. Well, similarly, the same is true of these other forms of pride. It's, it's like ocean waves that erode the soil, and the landscape of your life will change, and not for the better. And over time, it becomes obvious to everyone. As C.S. Lewis said, it leads to every other vice. Pride is deadly. Matthew 12, in Matthew 12, Jesus says that every other sin can be forgiven. And this does indeed include homosexuality. When there is true repentance. But when the Holy Spirit reveals truth to us, and our response is no, the opposite is true, then there will be no forgiveness, he says. Again, pride is deadly. So this month, as you are inundated with rainbow flags and gay pride, sing an imprecatory psalm or two or three and pray for their conversion to Christ. But also, don't ignore it. 
don't, don't do like everybody else does and, and say, well, you know, that's just who they are. No, recognize it. They're flaunting it in our face, so use it. And one of the things you can do is use it to check your own pride. Make sure that you are not justifying your own sins in the face of God, the God who opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble and lifts them up. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.